Hey everyone, Matt Lowe here. Welcome to the 121st episode of Bouncing Back, a video series meant to give people who have been laid off during COVID-19 an opportunity to sell themselves to new employers in the ad industry. And this is the 79th episode as part of my partnership with the Avail List, an unbelievable website that spotlights all the amazing talent in the ad industry who are going to get back to work. For this episode, we have Bernie O'Dowd, who was most recently a freelance creative director slash art director at InOcean. You know, Bernie, really happy to have you on. Hey. Thanks. It's good to be here. <laughs> good to yeah, be anywhere. Of maybe, maybe just start by telling everyone how you've been dealing with this past year and how you've been keeping busy. Oh, man. Right, right. Yeah, well, didn't that suck last year? Right, Everybody? not brutal. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's being stuck at home and I've got two kids, like 12 and 16 and, you know, the school stuff. I mean, if anybody else, you have kids, you know, that was... That was like the worst part. And I didn't even want to do homework. And now I'm trying to make people do homework. And yeah. it's just what a nightmare. So we're just bottled up. And I was, um, you know, luckily, I have some creative projects that I do outside advertising that keep me sane and kept me sane. And uh, a lot of a lot of drawing. And, uh, you know, I really I lucked into a illustration job for an old partner of mine last year and I did this you know in not much time and it got paid pretty well I was like oh my god they're gonna pay me this for this pro-. you know <laughs> so I was like I'm gonna see if I could be an illustrator so last year I spent time you know drawing a lot of stuff and getting up building a site for that and etc and I got a few projects um and then I shifted back to one of my other well the thing I do most of the time for since like 2013 is I have a Instagram feed called skateboarding saves since I'm a big skateboarder all my life. And that became like years ago, this great uh, combination of my passions for skateboarding and just being a creative person, you know? So I, I you know, I'm always fulfilled creatively anymore. You know, you could put me on the, the crappiest assignment and I'll be like, Hey, why is Bernie smiling? It's because his creative soul is full. You know, he isn't relying on like, and that didn't happen until like I, you know, I had worked, say, 14 years without a, taking a breath, you know, and uh, left a place and was the first time in so many years where I, um, I didn't have, there was this void. I didn't even know what it was at first, you know, like, what? Me, creative, me not using creative. So uh, I, I don't know. I don't even remember why I started doing it, but I came up with this. And, um, you know, like I said, it, it keeps me happy as an artistic type person. Totally. And as you mentioned, you know, some kind of side projects. I saw the uh, the love letters to skateboarders. What's that? What's that about? Uh, like the uh, vans produced? I think I saw that you posted. Or, oh, it's... me. Yeah. I described my. Yeah. I actually described it too. It's my love letter. Skateboarding saves is because it's through my lens, you know, as a lifelong skateboarder. I, you know, I quit college. I went for advertising design and quit after three years. And, kind of took off and went skateboarding with my best friend and we competed and stuff. And I got to be pro for a few years and, you know, we lived our, our dream. And then, uh, then it was like, Oh, real life again. I don't want to, you know, live with roommates in Daytona beach uh, the rest of my life. So I better go back to school or something. And, you know, so I went back to like, you know, uh, creative, no, I didn't go to creative circus, whatever portfolio center and finished that up. And, you know, it was the first time in my life I ever wanted to be at school. Uh, okay. I went on purpose, you know, I, I put myself there and I was paying for it and stuff. And I, they didn't have math or English. And I was like, this is okay. You know, so, and I learned 
I didn't even know what an art director was at the time. I thought, you know, designer, I'm going to be a designer probably. But then I was like, art directors hang out with other people and talk to them. <laughs> you don't just sit in the dark by themselves like a designer, you know. And, and so anyway, it turned out that I have what it takes to do that one well, I thought. So uh, I lost track of what I was saying anymore. But not totally. And I'll just maybe, pause and take a breath. <sighs> no, it's all right. Maybe tell everyone a little bit about yourself, how you got into advertising. I know you just mentioned going to portfolio school, but right. how you got into it, maybe some clients you've worked on, where you've worked. Right, right. Well, I have, my first job, I, I don't know if it's ironic or not, but I worked on Airwalk, which was a skateboard shoe brand back then, and it was popular. And I had a friend that, you know, I had an in. So I got a job there and it was such, turned out to be a great opportunity, great timing. The first thing we worked on was, TV, which is something we didn't even do in school back then. And I didn't even know if I could, you know, I'd never done that, never really written much. And I just really enjoyed that. And we did a handful of stuff there, you know, spots that turned out to be really popular back then. And that led me to my second job at Chiat Day in, in Los Angeles. And, you know, they liked that, that work. And the timing, again, was really good. They were exploding with new business. And the one that I got put on was uh, Taco Bell. And it was right around when the Taco Bell Chihuahua was, you know, they had basically done one spot and it wasn't even a campaign and it blew up. And now they were like, what do we do now? So they started hiring to, and let's all figure this out. And, you know, it was such a fun, that was like when you say, well, it was one of the, it was one of the most fun, you know, campaigns or things you worked on. That was definitely one. I mean, you're just the voice of this funny little dog character who wants to steal your food and, um, they have money, you know, your, your commercials were on TV back then when people watched them and they were like the most popular thing. So you're like, I'm getting to come up with funny stuff. That's cool. That people actually like, which is your friends right. actually right. call you and family. And like, I saw your ad and I liked it. <laughs> so anyway, I had a great, you know, I was there for at least three years and also did like energizer bunny stuff, which was pretty iconic. Yeah. And, um, you know, we worked hard. I had great mentors there, you know, actually they pushed you hard and they were, you know, I learned a lot at that job and through constantly producing, we were constantly producing stuff. And then uh, I met my wife there too. So. Yeah. I mean, that's the best way to, to learn is, you know, be in a good place where you can produce. And as you throw right. the the fires that are productions, you kind of are forced to learn. A oh lot. my God. The, my first telecine session was a disaster because I didn't even know what it was. And they assumed <laughs> I did, you know, and they sent me off to this place. I get in this dark room. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know. It's guys sitting with all these knobs, you know, and I totally screwed it up and they had to redo the whole thing. Uh, and then they found out Bernie doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know what but, he's doing. Anyway, but um, yeah, I mean, that's funny. One thing we learned in school was like one of the guys, I don't even know which guy teacher told us was, you know, take your first jobs out of opportunity, not money. And, you know, you couldn't have been more uh, right. I always just, and I've always just taken the job without, for the opportunity. You know, it's the money's, you know, who does, I love money. Money's great. Totally. Skateboards, whatever. But, you know, I just have been lucky to do work that I like. For yeah, I think that's all time. that's important, especially in this industry where the the work is there and you'll you'll be busy and you'll you'll do a ton. So at least have the, the opportunity of the work you're putting out there be worthwhile. Right. I mean, yeah, you work so hard sometimes, most of the time, and to come out with 
I mean, I've done crap too. Right. Sure. Everyone has. I can't think of any. Yeah. <laughs> You'd lock yeah. it out somehow. Yeah. I'm sure I've done plenty of crap, but I don't remember that. And what are you looking uh, for in your, in your next role? You know, full-time freelance, big agency, small agency, right. doesn't matter. Opportunity, like we're saying. Well, again, I think, you know what? It doesn't really matter. I would say I, well, you know, it doesn't matter because I, people ask you this question, we're looking for work a lot. And it's always like, there are so many factors that can make a job good and bad. I mean, of course, okay, one that goes without saying I want is to do work I am proud of. Right. That's, you know, so, but beyond that, there's culture which, and there's money and the commute and the location and, and the people, it's just so many things. So I am open and flexible, you know what I mean? And I'm, I'm like, I'm curious when there's an opportunity, I, I, I'd like to learn more and see what it's really about. You know, and if, uh, you know, I worked at my last full-time job was at this place called Battery in Hollywood. And there were only like three guys that started it when they called me in the freelance there. And they just got this big project on this Batman video game for Warner Brothers Interactive. And I had worked on PlayStation for years at Deutsch. So they're like, this guy, you know, I was there, I actually had a picture of me wearing a Batman costume on my <laughs> website too. So I think that helped. Anyway, so it was just us and the ECD and I, you know, came up with a whole campaign for this, uh, launching this game. We did the cinematic trailer, which was, you know, it was really, I mean, our DP, his dad was the DP of Blade Runner, you know, and he's, oh. him and his brother have done lots of amazing stuff. I had worked with them previously. So kind of got them to work on this for, cheap yeah and uh you know and then we had trent reznor for some reason do like this bit of this soundtrack and we did a Times square takeover anyway so it's like five people and we did this amazing campaign and that went well it won like some awards and stuff and you know and then they hired me as the first employee and um my point is like i got to work like a startup and totally, it was totally different and you don't have all the support you do a big cushy agency were like that guy will do it you know yeah. <laughs> or when, when's this person going to come and bring me blank or anything you're just so i did that for a few years and we did a lot of work i was proud of and uh, it was a great learning experience so then i kind of felt like i might want to go back to something bigger it was definitely one of the one of my thoughts when i left and um, just have that more of the support <laughs> do you have a favorite project that you've worked on um you know it depends, you know, I, one of my favorites was not because the work was any good, but because we got to travel the world. So I won't, <laughs> that was great. Yeah, sometimes that does it. I know it was on Expedia, a travel website. So, you know, we had to go, we had to go to that Island in the Caribbean and we had to go <laughs> to those snow covered mountains. And even though in the end, the print ads I did, you didn't have to go. We could have used stock. <laughs> so, but I would say, you know, I did work on PlayStation, like I said, for a few years, and there was a lot of great opportunities to um, please little Bernie, meaning not, you know, little kid who I always dreams to do kooky things like a commercial with a superhero or, you know, cars speeding around through the city and I don't know, characters and weird stuff. But I kind of done a lot of that throughout, you know, like had fun. I did a commercial, uh, a campaign for Emerald breakfast on the go emerald nuts breakfast on the go and it was dumb, a dumb product admittedly like these it was like granola in a pouch and they called it breakfast on the go but and the, i don't think we did any help them much with this advertising campaign it was like awesome though there were these stupid robots who ate breakfast bars and spit them out on people and 
how could that not be fun and, right. and make you happy? Right. You're getting paid Robot, to do that. Granola. It's a good combo. Right. Tell me uh, about being a hybrid creative. You're an art director, but you you dabble in writing a little bit. Right. Yeah. I mean, like I was saying earlier, my first project and my first job was like, you know, these TV spots. So I think I didn't really know. I was never, I was like sort of a typical art director guy in school where you're in school and you can't math, can't do math and you do bad at the other classes and you think, you know, but right. then you find out like I can write commercials and ads and it just kind of led to jobs that were TV heavy, uh, you know, and uh, as an art director, I definitely didn't like want to sit around and wait for the script to show up that I can make the yeah. storyboard for, you know what I mean? So I've always been really into writing and, you know, taglines, headlines, whatever, advertising stuff. I can't write a book. No, I don't think so. But, you know, uh, and I think it's, uh, you know, you get kind of a two for one a little bit with me, you know, you're right. You know, if you, if you're able to do both, especially when budgets are a little slimmer, you don't need to hire a, an art director and a writer if you're capable of doing both of right. them. And as a freelancer, it, you know, a lot of projects are like, we need ideas, you know, and it doesn't really matter what you are, you know, you're, you're creative. Exactly. You can come in and, and think. And, and, and then as you get to be like a creative director, you know, it's, it's helpful to have the skills or have some skills on both sides because you're helping everyone on the team, no matter what their position is, you know. Totally. And what kind of creative director are you? I saw, you know, you, you like being in the trenches, doing the work with the teams yeah. or kind of overseeing. Well, not against it. I mean, <laughs> we right. kind of do the work. But like, I, I've always, I've done mostly been a creative doing the work, you know, like on my site, it's all the work that I've done, um, not my teams or, you know, just because that's what I've enjoyed the most. But as I've, you know, gotten further along in my career, I really, I don't need to do another ad that's all Bernie ever again. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not fighting to, you know, do another ad to keep my career alive, even though it would sure be great if I did this award-winning ad and then it helps. Oh, but that's, I, I like the idea of, you know, helping uh, other people's visions make it, you know, and there's lots of things we learn through experience, you know, that helps us sell work, you know. <laughs> Yeah, so, totally. And I think, you know, with that. working with teams and giving them those insights, and I'm sure, you know, they come to you with ideas and you make them better, but just, you know, right. kind of guiding and mentoring and, and knowing when you need to, to jump in and critique or guide an idea, you know, being totally. More and than I, you know, so. Again, it's not about, it's not about me. It's not about any one person. I mean, you learn, it's like, this is, you know, there's a million people involved always. And that's something you gotta get used to. Exactly. But, you know, always, always a few too many somehow yeah no to be honest yes too many people <laughs> but that's so, that's the nature of it right how do insights play a role in, in your work well i was going to say well uh i am just a strong believer you know in the insight the foundation of you know uh what leads us to the idea you know what i mean i just i'm really into uh finding insights human truths you know, I, I enjoy that part of the job a lot, you know, and I, you know, they're important if you, I don't, it's like building a house on, you know, there's must be a saying or analogy. I'm trying to think of about bad foundation. Yeah. Some... Not a strong house. You know what I mean? So let's spend the time and put the effort and fight the battles or whatever. Hopefully not fighting. That's nobody wants to hear that, but you know, to get a meaningful set of words that we're all going to try to communicate, you know, and not, not one with a conjunction 
preferably like you know the new whatever is fast and something and like anyway i I can dream about a brief that doesn't have a conjunction in it in in the single most important thing to say right i mean especially once you have that insight the ideas are one come way easier but two you can you know you see that you have a way easier time of selling your clients when there's a a truth that they can all relate to oh my god and it's why is this so hard? I guess it's just like, you know, why is it hard to get to that point? Because right. it is, it's like, yeah, because it, it'll make everybody's life easier if we can have that nugget, you know, that's, uh, I don't know if that's true. You know? Yeah, and it takes time. I mean, right away, you have five insights that are simple and everyone can think of and the yeah. clients have had in their brain forever. But then you, you dig a little deeper and find the one that they've all yeah. thought, but no one's actually said out loud. And then, right. Hey, there we go. Yeah, that, that could happen to me. And then right, right. it just opens up so many creative doors. Right, and that's just like reminds me of just like the creative process. You know, is it's tough because a lot of clients uh, don't understand that the creative process. You know, it starts before there's a brief, and it ends after your project's even done because you might have to recut it or re whatever. You know what I mean? Like, and that the process, especially when you get into production. You know, just because we wrote this in the script or showed this picture in the storyboard or whatever, you know, it might not be the best way to go. And it's something we can't realize or find out until we start. We're still in the process. It isn't done yet. Chill out. You know? Yeah. We're going to make this better. And, you know, until the end. Exactly. I mean, the last question really for me is if there's a dream client, brand, agency, someone you want to give a little shout out to. Well, there really isn't. That's what that sounds like a bad answer. But again, no, I'm not okay. it's not because I'm I'm you know, I don't know what everyone you don't really know what goes on behind the cl- the doors, you know what I mean? What, how it really is and but uh there's lots of great places, lots of great work. And then you don't know until you get in there like, well, is it am I in the right group? Totally. Am I on the right account. So, in a sense, yeah, no, it's great. I'm I'm open to talking to all kinds of people with all kinds of positions you know, and then see if, if it's a good fit for us. Yeah, that's great. Good to know. I mean, that's really it for me. Appreciate you hopping on, putting yourself out there and, and doing something like this. Sure. I appreciate it too. Maybe this will, maybe this will be the magic thing. that. Hopefully it helps. Can't hurt at least. No, no, I'm stoked. I'm stoked. <laughs> What's the best way for people to get in touch with you? Well, how about my email? Bernie D O doubt at Gmail. Easy D-O-D-O. enough. Yeah. And I'll I'll share all of that and tag you on LinkedIn and and all that good stuff so people will know how to reach you. All right. Well, I appreciate it. It was good to meet you. Yeah, of course. That's a a wrap for the 121st episode of Bouncing Back. If you know anyone who may want to sell themselves to recruiters looking for talent in the ad industry, have them shoot me an email at malow930 at gmail.com or check out the availlist.com for a large list of people who are ready to get back to work in the industry. And you can check out all these episodes under Bouncing Back and Advertising on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Right on. Thanks a lot, man. All right. I'll see you. Thanks.